0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, might I say it is great to be back here on Tales from the Crib. Uh, Tales from the Crib is the Priest Network's podcast talking all about the wonderful world of gateway horror and everything that has to do with it. And uh, we have a packed show today and I want to make sure we spend all the time that it deserves. So let's go ahead and jump right in. That wonderful music, of course, means that it is time for The Buzz. The Buzz is our segment where we, uh, where I, I should say, like to talk about some of the more, I don't know, newsworthy things in the world of horror. Uh, And I kind of just go through, scour the interwebs, and try to find you what I feel like are some of the things that I want you to know about, that I feel like you should be in on. I try to do the work for you, because, because I care. So... This week, what I want to talk about, first of all, like the name of the show, Tales from the Crib, obviously inspired by the wonderful, um, timeless, if I dare I say, HBO classic Tales from the Crypt. Now, Tales from the Crypt, like it or not, is getting remade by M. Night Shyamalan, and it kind of fell by the wayside. Uh, it was in the news for a little while, and then things got super quiet, um, a lot of people were a little bit nervous, well, a lot more than just maybe a little bit nervous, but concerned that, you know, the new show really wasn't going to have the same type of feeling as the old HBO classic. And more importantly, there was been like a huge rights issue um, based on uh, kind of who owned the rights to... You know the Crept Keeper. The Crept Keeper, for those of you who don't know, is kind of like the host of tales from uh, the Crypt. He would introduce the story, um, kind of show up at the end to uh, kind of tie up all the loose ends, crack jokes, and he was equally parts scary as he was, um, you know, as he was funny. Uh, and the Crept Keeper is like iconic. So. HBO actually has, like, owns the rights to that character. Um, So the big thing was, you know, they were going to bring back Tales from the Crypt, but not have the Crypt Keeper, which feels like it's just wrong. But recently, of course, on the Internet, a trailer leaked for uh, for the new Tales from the Crypt. And it actually featured uh, the Crepkeeper. So uh, there's a lot of talk, a lot of buzz, if you will, uh, kind of on like, you know, what, what does this mean? Um, rumor has it that the trailer wasn't really meant to, meant to, meant to come out. That kind of just got thrown up uh, on, I think it's Vimeo, uh, and people started to uh, just share it. Uh, so you know it's kind of strange that it would get marketed like that, but I mean it's totally legit. It has M Night Shyamalan in it in different interview scenes. You see the Crep Keeper multiple times. He does talk. Uh, it is new footage, so uh, it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It kind of makes people. I mean, I feel like it's been making people more excited for it. Maybe feeling a little bit more positive about the fact that they're remaking that show. Uh, I know I'm. You know, if you're bringing back the Crep Keeper, I mean to me, like you know, I, I definitely I definitely believe that definitely turns my opinion around on it but let me know what you guys think. Um reach out to me over on Twitter at From the Crypt, and I'd love to hear what you guys think about uh you know about the addition or the possible addition of the Crypt Keeper back into the fold of Tales from the Crypt. Personally I feel like that's where he belongs and if you have him I feel like you can more or less have the show, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm completely wrong. Um, I'd love to talk back and forth with you. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, I actually haven't had a chance to watch it, but I'm super excited to get into it, and that is the return of Bates Motel. This week brought with us, um, you know, that's the final season of uh, Norma and Norman Bates and their adventures or mishappenings in the Bates Motel. I really, really, really like this show. I think this show is a perfect example of gateway horror because it's just the right amount of creepy. It's not anything too, you know, over the line. Definitely something that you know maybe like a like an older like a, like a teenager could watch. There's nothing too crazy in there. It's a couple like you know more adult themes in it, if you will, but nothing too wild. Uh, and the acting in it is spot on. It's definitely captures. I feel like the feeling of. Um, of like a town uh, with uh, just where everybody is kind of up to no good and everyone's you know everyone's got something going on that they want to keep hidden away uh, I love I love the show and this is the last season of Bates Motel we're not going to get another one after this so everybody is super you know anxious to see how it ends you know is it going to end up like the is it going to end up tying into the into the movie a little bit more are we going to get like a flash forward uh, is it going to spin off into its own series personally I hope that it. Spins off into its own series. I think the actor that plays Norman does an excellent job, and I would love to kind of see like you know a day-to-day struggle of him as he's you know managing the hotel. On you know will he or won't he you know commit a murder or something like that? I, I would I would I would like to see how it goes or at least how it turns out. I feel like there's something there. This has definitely been one of the more successful shows based on like a big horror property. The Exorcist went over really well. That just ended not so long ago. Um, Damon which was based on The Omen, really didn't do so hot. Uh, although I do want to watch it. Uh, but this one, you know, based on After Hitchcock's Psycho, is by far the most successful. So I would I'd be interested to, in seeing how it goes. And I can't wait to catch up on episode one. I have it sitting on the DVR, so perhaps I'll be able to give that a watch tomorrow. And lastly, the last thing that I want to talk about here on The Buzz, I feel like it's a long segment of The Buzz, but I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to sell you guys short. It's been, bit, uh, it's been a little bit since I had an episode, and... And, uh, you know, I, I feel like I need to make it up to you. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about here on The Buzz is going to be the movie Get Out. Now, this is the, uh, the Jordan Peele-directed uh, horror movie uh, from Key and Peele. And Jordan Peele, he was actually a guest on um, an episode, uh, a podcast, I believe, called Shockwaves, uh, which I listen to quite frequently. And uh, they had them on there. They, they interviewed. Uh, and they both had Jordan and uh, Jordan Peele. Uh, and they had Key. And I really, you know, they, they really, they really know their stuff. They know, they know their horror. They're big, big fans. Uh, and I, you could definitely tell that Jordan really wanted to make this movie and this movie, the preview looks crazy. So I feel like, of course, like one of the best things that I can do is kind of just let the preview speak for itself. Uh, so let's go ahead and we'll just roll right into that preview. We'll take a listen and then we'll regroup. You got your toothbrush. Do You have your deodorant. Do You have your cozy clothes. Got that. What? Do they know I'm black. Should they? You might want to, you know. Mom and dad, my black boyfriend will be coming up this weekend. I just don't want you to be shocked that he's a black man. <laughs> black. <laughs> I ain't never seen you like this before, bro. Meeting families and taking road trips. So come back all bougie, man. Come back, get your damn pants up to your damn stomach. <laughs> <laughs> do you smoke in front of my daughter? I'm gonna quit. She'd take care of that for you. How? Hypnosis. I'm good actually. You ready for this? I'm back in the B. So look, I go do my research. Apparently, a whole bunch of brothers been missing in this suburb. But it's cool. bro. how you're not scared of this, man? Couldn't see another brother around here. Chris was just telling me how he felt much more comfortable with my being here. Get out. Sorry, man. Okay. Get out! Yo! Rose, we gotta go. Is everything okay? Rose, the keys. Just get the keys. I don't know where they are. Rose! Sink into the floor. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Sink. Thing to waste. Terrible thing to waste. If there's too many white people I get nervous. trailer looks absolutely insane um i mean it, it looks nuts basically uh to give you the overview uh, a couple is uh headed to um meet uh meet the other person's parents uh and the uh it's basically like a young a young couple and the uh the gentleman uh to, to man and a woman and um the gentleman is an African-American man, and, uh, they've never, like, there, there's a little bit of attention, uh, like, you know, I'm bringing, I'm bringing him home, they're a little bit nervous about how the parents might react, and it turns out that the parents are, kind of have, like, something else going on in the house, like, there's, uh, some type of conspiracy, people have gone missing, um, the trailer, the trailer looks insane. you guys heard those music cues, they are super scary, um, the trailer itself is very unnerving uh, and it seems like a good balance between just like traditional type horror and also like a thriller so I feel like this movie itself might be a good again like a good gateway for someone to to get into the genre because it's not just a straight-up slasher it's a lot more of almost like a mystery story of like what's going on although it does have that type of Almost like um, cultish paranormal feel to it, so there's definitely there's definitely that going on there, uh, and that is Get Out, directed by Jordan Peele, coming into theaters. Um, it is it does have some uh, late uh, later showings on the 23rd today. But um, completely released on the 24th. So I am super uh, excited to check that out. Hopefully I can get myself over to the theater. And if not, if any of you guys head over and manage to uh, to check it out, I would love to hear uh, what you thought of it for sure. We have such sights to show you. And now it is time for I Scream, You Stream. Uh, this is the segment where I go through kind of like the streaming horror uh, collection over on the internet and just trying to try to pick out a couple movies that I think you guys might want to take a look at. There's always stuff changing on Amazon, Hulu, and Netflix, and I like to kind of peruse all three of them, pick out some movies that I hope that you guys will enjoy and share them with you. And of course, if you guys have any suggestions, um, you know, that you've been watching that you want to pass along my way, I would really really appreciate that. These collections, especially Amazon, you got to give it to them. They're constantly adding to it, always acquiring more and more and more content. And it can kind of get overwhelming and you, you can't see everything. And not everything stays on there forever. Stuff is being added and taken away all the time. So if you come across something super cool that I should check out, I would be more than happy uh, to take a peek at it. I'm starting to consume like a lot of my movies and watch a lot of my stuff like from different streaming services, you know. You know, having having a young uh, you know child at home, I don't uh, always get a chance to run out to the movies. So, um, like all these streaming things, this is where I'm finding like all my a lot of my new horror. So, um, any suggestions would definitely be appreciated. But as as for my suggestions to you, uh, let's go ahead and start off with uh, Hulu. Um, Hulu doesn't have. You know, I feel like Hulu tries out of out of the three. They definitely they definitely do they definitely do a better job. I can't believe I'm gonna say this that I feel like they do a better job than Netflix in some regards. Um, but uh they have uh they have all the Friday the 13th, so they're adding more movies all the time. You know, and their specialty, to be fair to them, is T V shows. Um but I still feel like they're they're definitely worth checking out. And one movie that I want uh to recommend to you guys uh, is actually going to be Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Now, this might not be the best uh, of the Paranormal Activity movies. Uh, I really love that franchise. I, I personally, like, I have a thing for ghost movies. I feel like those are easily the the, the movies that scare me the most. You know, I'm not really. I'm not really scared of freddy or jason or michael myers like slasher things don't really necessarily get to me but ghosts really creep me out and some parts of paranormal activity are super super intense and this is the final movie in the paranormal activity franchise and if you haven't had a chance to see it checking it out on hulu is definitely a good way to to watch it and check it out you don't have to worry about picking up the blu-ray or anything like that um it's not quite on par with the first three i really think the first three paranormal activity movies are really really decent uh the first two being super strong um uh, but uh this is this is still a good uh entry i feel like it's a little bit better than uh part four uh part four is really kind of i feel like where like the wheels fell off a little bit uh, but i do think this is a, a little bit better and uh, if you haven't had chance to see it, definitely do that. That is the Ghost Dimension over on Hulu. Next service that we're gonna go over with is over on Amazon Prime. And I gotta tell you, like you can pay for Amazon Prime Video by itself, but it's like $79. And I feel like if you're paying for Amazon Prime Video for $79 and you're not paying the extra twenty bucks just to have Amazon Prime, like I don't know I don't know why you would do that to yourself. I don't even know why that's an option uh, because just being able to have that two day shipping again, still not sponsored by Amazon, uh, but being able to have that shipping and access to all that stuff, it, I feel like it's a service that a lot of people forget about because they kind of just, you know, they kind of just overlook it. You forget you have it. You get so used to ordering stuff uh, on Amazon that you don't really. You know, you don't really think. Let me let me see what they got going on. But some people really love their TV shows, so I like to I like to bring Amazon up. Uh, But Amazon actually has an '80s classic, uh, Chopping Mall. Chopping Mall is a lot of fun. Um, you guys have probably seen the uh, the box art. It's basically like this, like creepy uh, hand holding like a shop a red shopping bag. It just says Chopping Mall on it, uh, and it sounds like it's a slasher movie, but it's actually not at all. And it's totally like you could you could definitely watch this with a younger kid because it's not it's not that gory and it's mostly cheesy, and they're not going to get any of the you know jokes that they're making that are quote unquote inappropriate. So. You don't really have to worry about that, but basically, these uh, these kids break into uh, the mall at nighttime. Well, they sleep in, they stay in like one of the stores after it closes, and they explore the mall because they think it would be fun. And uh, you you would think that as like a you know as like a younger kid, but probably not so much fun in real life. But they they sleep over in the mall, and the mall is like taking this extremely ex- um, aggressive stance on um, security so much so that they have like these like ultra modern and like by ultra modern i mean like super 80s futuristic robots that patrol the mall that you know have the ability uh to like you know kill people if necessary so these robots go rogue and they are basically like chasing these kids throughout the mall uh it's 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 crazy and it's stupid but it's fun Uh, and that's chopping Mall over on amazon prime And the last, uh, service that I like to talk about or we'll be talking about this week is going to be Netflix, which I feel like a lot of people have, and we kind of forget that we even pay for it at this point. It's just something that we have. Um, and they, uh, they have a movie, which I have not seen. I am going to play another trailer for you because I feel like it's, I don't know, I'd rather just give my honest reaction to some of the trailers, um, rather than just read the description and pretend to know, you know, what the movie is, uh, I try to watch as much things as possible but you know i don't have time for everything so rather than take more time out between shows i'd rather you know what let's just let's just react to it we'll check it out together and we'll have that bonding experience uh this movie it's actually a netflix original movie and it is called clinical uh this came out on uh january 6th so it's been out for a little over a month or so uh and i don't really know anything about it in terms of, like, the plot or anything like that. But Netflix really is, like, you got to give it to them because they've stepped up their game in acquiring a lot of new and original horror movies, Uh, or at least uh, acquiring horror movies and making them accessible uh, for people, bringing, bringing, like, these independent movies to, like, a wider audience. If it wasn't for Netflix, you know, we'd still be watching, like, you know, the same, uh, like, thing over and over and over again. So... I feel like you really got to show them some love, um, because they are at least trying to bring us some type of like you know originality into horror, which is great. I mean, I love the classics, but the fact that they are out there trying to bring us something fresh, you got to appreciate that. So let's take a look at the trailer for Clinical. This is Dr. Jane Mathis. Yes. D.O.B. 2-2-1990. Dr. Mathis? Nora. You were wrong. Nora. Look at me. Look at me. Give me the glass. This is all wrong. Let me help you. No, no. No! So, it's the anniversary. Two years. What would you like to talk about today? I need to be helping people. I can't... I have been avoiding this for too long. I've taken on a post-trauma patient. Hello. You must be Alex. I want someone to tell me how to live with this. That's what therapy is. I don't see myself Disassociation I keep being dragged back to that place you I mean, have any idea what that's like? I do I've uh, You've what? I've Nora oh, You were wrong You were so wrong I'm sorry I just I have to go stopped progressing. she hurts you. you I can't think about it some people just not wired right I just keep seeing more I feel like bad. I'm losing my mind So well, that definitely, definitely looks, uh, scary. Uh, basically you have a psychologist or a psychiatrist, um, who has, was treating a patient and unfortunately the patient seems like, uh, they, um, committed suicide and, you know, the psychologist obviously is extremely distraught over this. And, um, you know, as time goes by, she starts to have visions of, um, of that patient, um, like, you know, in her her, like moments of panic and she starts to see it almost like a ghost and is questioning whether or not, you know, it's real, um, whether or not she's being like haunted by her. Um, It seems uh, it seems scary. I would I would definitely check out clinical. Um, That looks uh, that looks like really, really creepy, really scary. And I am in that is clinical over on Netflix, Chopping Mall on Amazon Prime and Paranormal Activity, The Ghost Dimension over on Hulu. Now that we have that out of the way, guys, let's spend some money. Shop smart. Shop smart. You got that. So, so Shop Smart, I'm actually thinking of possibly uh, rebranding this segment into a different title uh, just because I tend to focus on Blu-rays and movies so heavily here, which I feel like is fine. Like, I Personally, I love having an actual collection of Blu-rays because you get all the special features. You don't have to worry about having uh, the internet connection at all. You get commentary. Uh, the picture always looks great. Uh, and, of course, usually you get some super cool collector's packaging with it. So I'm a big fan of Blu-rays. I'm never really going to feel like I'm always going to have some type of uh, physical media. So I think uh, next show you'll probably see this uh, segment rebranded with some new music and uh, I'll see uh, what I can do to make it a little fun for you. Uh, But uh, this last segment of Shop Smart, or at least with this theme to it. Uh, We're going to focus, of course, all on Blu-rays, and we are going to start off with Mama. Now, Mama is a film that came out, uh, maybe I'd say about five, six years ago at this point, which is crazy to think. Um, But basically, it follows um, a couple daughters uh, who have lost their uh, mother, and she is kind of like haunting all of them, like beckoning them to come to the house where uh, she committed suicide. And it is... It's got a lot of jump scares. This movie does jump scares pretty pretty well and the trailer uh the trailer was good. The ending's a little far-fetched uh but some of the special effects are pretty good. This is a PG-13 um rated movie. Uh so you definitely could go uh you could you could watch it with somebody else uh like of a younger age, but I mean it's still it's still a little intense. Um i don't know if I would really bring someone like you know depending on like how old depending on how old they are uh it's only an hour and forty minutes and you can pick up the blu ray uh on amazon it is um it's only five dollars and seventy nine cents so i mean that 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 is a that's a pretty good deal for a movie that's not for a movie that's not horrible, I know I'm not exactly like selling it to you in the, you know, in the best, in the best way. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it, it's, you, you could do worse. You could definitely do worse than Mama. Uh, and for five bucks, I feel like why not give it a shot. Um, next movie I want to talk about is the Poltergeist Remake. Now, I'm going to make a confession to you because I feel like we have an honest relationship. I'm not going to lie to you. I have not seen the Poltergeist Remake. That being said, I am excited to check it out, and it is only six dollars and fifty cents on Amazon. Uh, so I feel like that's that's like a no, it's almost like a no brainer. Um, that's super cheap. Um, I really I love Poltergeist, the original movies. Um, you know, all three of them. To be honest with you, um, one and two I grew up watching uh, when I was a kid. Three I saw when when I was a little bit older, and I appreciate it for its craziness and its like camp. Um, but um, the first two are like you know some of the first scary movies I've ever seen, and you know I feel like a lot of a good enough amount of time has passed since they first came out, so I feel like it's fine to go ahead and, and remake those. And the trailer for this, when it first came out, like it looked really cool. Like I, I thought it was neat. I felt I saw a lot of original moments, a lot of throwbacks to you know the first couple films. And I was excited to go check it out. I just, at the time, you know, it was super busy and I just didn't get a chance to to run down to the theater um, and, and watch it. Uh, but that being said, for, you know, only six bucks and change, I would definitely grab that over on Amazon, $6.50. You really, you really can't beat it. And I mean, is, is it, the, is it, I don't, I don't know. I feel like reception on this was mixed. A lot of people said it wasn't that great and it might not be that good. But for that price, I feel like, you know what? Like, even if it's not the best, you know, for 6 bucks, why not? Next movie I want to talk about is another little bit of a controversial film. Um, But uh, I figured I'd bring it up anyway. And it is the most expensive uh, movie uh, that I have here on my list. And that is going to be the remake of Ghostbusters. Uh, It is $14.90 over on Amazon Prime. And uh, this movie, you know what? Like... When people, when it was first announced that they were going to remake it, a lot of people were upset. And, you know, it's, it's anytime they, they choose to remake one of these films that people have grown up with and have really like a huge fan following behind, it's going to be, it's going to be risky. And I do, you know, I got to say, I'm not the biggest fan of the remake. I was excited for them to, to do it because I love Ghostbusters and, you know, you're not going to get, like too much time has gone by, you're not good. You were never going to get that that sequel with all of them again. You know, it just wasn't going to happen. So it's either you just constantly watch those two movies over and over and over again and you never get anything else, or they put a different spin on it. We get some new Ghostbusters and some new adventures and, you know, a couple of throwbacks to the, to the old ones. And then a whole new generation gets to go ahead and discover that, like, franchise, which I think is awesome. You know, I feel like everybody wins a little bit. At least that's how I looked at it. Um, the movie itself um, I feel like uh, it 's got some it 's got some good special effects it 's not the worst film in the world. I do feel like there are times when the humor doesn 't work uh, sometimes I feel like people are spot on and it and it is funny um, and like the the bad guy or the the ghost the bad evil ghost at the end. I don't really like uh so much i didn't really uh, i thought it was a little strange however this cut that is on this disc is longer it is the director's cut which is supposed to be um noticeably different than the one that was in the theater um i would definitely give this one um another i would give this another shot um i probably would wait for it to fall in price a little bit i feel like i want it to be under ten dollars I, I don't know if that's like cheap of me but Um, You know, I'm I'm honestly buy. I would be buying this movie, not for the movie itself, but for the alternate cut and all the special features because this movie did look cool. I would love to see how it how everything is like made and put together and all the behind the scenes stuff. You know, I really I really like that stuff. So. I would definitely, I would definitely pick it up for that. But to me, I feel like I get it's got to get a little bit cheaper. But there might be some of you guys out there um, who really, really like the remake, and if so, then this is a good, this is a good time for you to pick it up, uh, or you can hang out and wait a little while. Either way. I I I'm, I'm cool. <laughs> and lastly, last movie I want to talk about is Return of the Living Dead. This 80s um which I feel like is now becoming like an 80s classic. Well, some people may say it has been already, but I feel like you got to wait a little bit of time to go by before it can become a classic. Um now Return of the Living Dead. Now this is not the Scream Factory collection. I feel like the the disc to, that being said, I feel like the disc the buy is the scream factory one it's about $21 and change a cool thing about I feel like I'm always going on about scream factory but you know I, I don't want anyone to be like oh like this is the same one like you know why did you recommend this movie to me that when I could have bought the you know the fancy version this is not that one okay <laughs> um this is the same movie uh all about um like this basically to make a long story short uh there's this like military sealed barrel that gets opened um this vapor escapes into the air and reanimates the dead uh and they come out of the grave and of course you know you got to deal with them um i really like the movie soundtrack is awesome it's cheesy it's not really scary at all it's just cheesy gory good time like awesome awesome 80s classic movie um but uh this this disc is it's $8.99 really good price has i I checked on the back of it it does have a good amount of special features but it is not on the same level as screen factory but if you're totally cool with not having like you know the double disc uh collectors screen factory one then you can you can pick this up for $8.99 and i bet you it still looks pretty good it might not look as good as the screen factory transfer but if you're interested if you're thinking about picking up um, you know Return of the Living Dead this is definitely one that you can go ahead and put side by side uh, with the Screen Factory Edition and compare them because it is certainly possible that they may have the same transfer you never know and if they have the same transfer then guess what then they'll look the same um, but uh, you know if that's not the case then by all means feel free to let me know but if you're looking to uh, you know to pick up some good cheap movies this week uh, we have you covered here on Shop Smart. Uh, our picks are going to be my for $5.79, the Poltergeist remake for $6.50, the Ghostbusters remake for $14.90, and Return of the Living Dead for $8.99. And now for our feature presentation... Guess what Kelly told me last night? She and Ben are selling their home. It's a beautiful property, great location, new kitchen. I think they'll give us the listing. That'd be great, honey. We can't be realtors if we don't have listings. Oh, my God. oh shit! Someone's coming. Hurry, let's oh. get us uh. out. Oh. Uh. That casual. Our life was amazing. But something happened to my wife. I can't feel my heartbeat. What? She threw up this. I didn't have formaldehyde, so I saved it in olive oil. That was a crazy amount of vomit. Well, I'm not a medical expert. It was a huge amount. She's acting different. I can cook that for you, sweetheart. I'm fine. Did mom die? She is dead and also undead. A zombie. I don't like that word. I think it's inherently negative. I don't like it either. Let's not use it. I do like the way that I feel. I have endless energy and I sleep 2 hours a night. I get so much done. You eat people. I know. It's just that I'm so much more confident. I can parallel park in one move now. The undead are completely driven by their it. But if I can't control myself, then I risk everything that matters to me. I'm not sending you out to do this alone, sweetheart. I'm not going to bail on you now. We have to kill someone who deserves it. I guess the prototype would be a young, single Hitler. We'd be heroes. Shit. You guys are not great at this. From now on, we fuck everything that, yeah. up together. I will survive. I will survive Boom. Yeah, yeah. What kind of realtor are you? Residential, but commercial on request. So, the Santa Clarita Diet, Netflix's kind of original horror comedy series uh, starring Drew Barrymore. Basically, in it, um, Drew Barrymore gets really sick one day, throws up her heart, but for some reason still survives. Um, She is more or less a zombie, and... You know, it's all, the show is all about, uh, her family kind of, uh, coming to terms with that and how they're going to deal, deal with it. How they're going to kind of keep her, like, Fed, so she doesn't just go around and like eat people like left and right, um, because she doesn't decay like uh, you know like a normal zombie. It doesn't look like Dawn of the Dead George Romero type zombie. Um, nothing, uh, nothing like that. She looks like you know an everyday person. Um, however she still has like the same like needs as a zombie would, uh, and like needs to constantly feed. So the show really revolves around how they're going to accomplish that, you know, without, you know, winding up in jail or making it completely obvious to everybody that she is a zombie. Um, the show itself uh i am about four episodes into it so far and i feel like i can at least talk to you about my thoughts on it um and uh you know what uh kind of like who can like who i think could watch it and stuff like that um i'm i'm liking it more and more as the show progresses uh i do like it more with every single episode that i watch that being said, uh, there are some things that I don't like about it. I feel like the humor is a little weird, and not weird in the way that you know they're making light of situations where, um, you know, like you know, they're super gory or anything like that. Like, not 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 weird like that. It's just awkward. Sometimes I feel like Drew Barrymore doesn't really like, and not not just her. A, a lot of the actors and actresses in the show, like, I feel like it's not really uh, spot on um it's a it's a little it's a little strange um other times i feel like it is it is pretty pretty funny but like funny is not really what i feel like that show is. it's really trying it's trying to be to walk the line of horror and comedy and lean more on the comedy way Uh, i just feel like it's not it's not very successful uh at that however at the same time i do feel like the show is like progressing well um each episode does get better and one thing that the show has going for it is that an episode is only 30 minutes and I don't mean that as like a slight against the show um it's that uh, you know if an episode isn't so great it's over fast uh and then in other times when an episode is good you're like oh god I can I can watch the next one um so this is a perfect example of Netflix's formula like firing on all cylinders when the show is really really good you can marathon the next one and get to the, you know and just keep moving and moving and moving uh then if it's not so great, you can kind of cast it aside. Um, that being said, about three episodes in, you just kind of get an idea of, like, where the show is going to go. I don't want to spoil it for anybody because it is not in any of the trailers or anything like that, and I don't want to ruin it for anyone. Um, you know, it, it, I feel like it is a little bit predictable, and it is kind of harkening back to some classic um uh, horror, um, shows that have been on in the last few years. Um, but I still, that being said, I still like the Santa Clarita diet. I would recommend that you watch it. It is, it is gory. Um, for those people who had a problem with, uh, like some of the scenes from the walking dead that came up, uh, in this current season, especially like with Glenn dying or even just some of the stuff that you see with the zombies and how they're just kind of tearing people apart. Um, I could see how you might have a problem with this show, uh, because this is, when it's gory, uh, especially in the first episode, uh, there are some scenes that are really, that just go all out, that go completely like, you know, uh, above and beyond, um, I feel like the line for a lot of people. Uh, however, the way that they do it is, super, super interesting, um, because the tone of which it's happening, it's not like in The Walking Dead, um, where, you know, zombies are just kind of ripping each other apart to be gross, or like a character that you really care about is getting like murdered in a horrible way. It is not like that. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of presented to you in uh, a Comedic way, you know, like the music is upbeat. The tone of it is not like cruel, um, because the way that one of the first, uh, like kills happens, uh, it's more so in like self defense. And the guy that it happens to is a real jerk. So, like, you know, you don't like him and you're almost like cheering for her, um, you know, Drew Barrymore as she like eats this person. I mean, this, it's not ruining anything for you. She's a zombie. She knows she's going to eat people. Um, but, uh, like it, the violence uh, in that in that scene is so over the top and so crazy um, that you're just like I can't believe this is happening. It's kind of like if you've ever played like a, um Mortal Kombat and you see some of the stuff on there. Like it's just it's just to such a extreme like level that I feel like it almost it, like it goes from beyond being graphic to just being like this is ridiculous. Like this is not like you know this is this is crazy. Um, but at the same time i feel like it does look realistic so i mean i guess depending on who you are and how you view violence in um television and movies you could look at it like this is so crazy um you know there's like 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 whatever you can't even take it seriously anymore it it, it it's so nuts that it just kind of becomes like self, self-aware of being like okay this is a movie this is this is too this is crazy uh, or you could look at it like this is insane. I can't believe they're showing, uh, you know, this extremely graphic content on here. Um, you know, how could they take it to such a level? So uh, depending on where you sit, you know, on that, um, I don't know, seesaw of graphicness, I, I could see going either way. Um, like I said, the tone I feel like is the difference because if this tone was presented in a different way, um, you know, more akin to Walking Dead, I feel like a lot more people would have a problem with it but i haven't really heard anybody complaining about it yet um i guess i like people kind of expecting it to be a little bit more over the top because it is a zombie show you you expect people to get eaten so when it happens you know you You expect to see gross stuff. Um, But this show, I feel like it's interesting. Like it brings that, it brings that to, you know, to light, you know, what are you, how much violence are you comfortable with in your show and how does the tone influence that? And I mean, I would love to hear what you guys have to say. About the Santa Clarita Diet. If you want to reach out to me over on Twitter at From The Crib, I would love to hear what you think about that show. Um, if you think it's too violent, um, you know, if you do think the humor is funny, if it's, if it's working for you, uh, you know, and if it's not working for you, tell me what is working for you. I would love to see and hear what you guys are watching and enjoying. Um, get at me over at From The Crib, and I hope to hear you, from you soon. Thank you for tuning in.